This MLB playoff edition of the MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by the Underdog Fantasy Pick and Scorches. You can win 100 times your money. That's right, turn $5 into $500 in one game. Plus, every Sunday, they're giving away $100,000. Use promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for a 100% deposit bonus up to $500. We're also brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, use code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. We're brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. And we're giving away $3,000 in our NFL Second Chance Survivor Contest presented by Corey Pinkston and Barking Dog Properties. The contest starts this weekend. It's free to enter. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash survivor. Welcome, everybody, to the MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Malcolm Bamford, coming to you from a very stormy Newcastle upon time in the northeast of England. Uh, today is Thursday, the 19th of October, and we are here at the Handicap 2 baseball games that are going to happen later on this evening. First up um, is the D backs hosting the Phillies uh, in Game 3. And then we've got a Game 4, um, Houston at Texas. Joining us from Houston in Texas is Mr. Munaf Manji. Hello, Munaf. How are you? Uh, doing well. Another day of MLB playoffs in the books. I know we get a, a doubleheader here on, uh, on Thursday. So definitely looking forward to that. Should be a lot of fun. I know you and I had a great pod yesterday as far as handicapping the Astros and the Rangers game. We'll get into that in a second. But... Um, yeah, looking forward to some more uh, MLB playoffs baseball today, and hopefully we can keep continue giving out winners to our listeners. Yeah, well, we definitely get two games today, and we definitely get two games tomorrow uh, because Houston won last night. So we've got at least two more uh, doubleheaders to come before it thins out a little bit again. Um, so, yeah, looking forward to it. Um, yeah, it's really stormy. I mean, after the wind and the rain is going sideways, do, do you have names of storms in your country? Do they do that? where they'll call them, like, Hurricane Tommy and stuff. Yeah, we do. Yeah, well, this one here is called Storm Babette. I don't understand that. What does that mean? B-A-B-E-T. Does that mean? Have we run out of names? Is that what's happening? I don't know. You do, You probably didn't su- submit your name to be named a uh, Storm after your name. because I think Storm you're Malcolm. Malcolm doesn't sound very stormy, really, does he? It sound, sounds like a rubbish storm. Storm Mal. That's kind of uh, that's a bit better. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, we're in the middle of Storm Babette as it uh, as it stands. So there you go. Um, yeah, you mentioned that we did well yesterday. Um, I'm going to apply that to everybody, not just uh, ourselves. So the whole chat was pretty much on fire um, and raring to go again. Our TV DBJ, Captain Sino, Jason, uh, Bills Mafia, go on the Bills. Um, and Cason's here as well. Yeah, they're doing their saying hello to everybody thing. So, yeah, yesterday was a nice handicap, Munaf. Um, first, on the money line, you and just about everybody else, um, everyone except me, took Houston, which was a nice little... There's a little plus money, I think, kicking around. Kind of a plus 105, that kind of thing. Um, I think we were all on the overs. We we wanted both offences 
and we wanted to fade both pitches. The main player prop um, I gave out was the Scherzer over one and a half earned runs. Um, and use that stat that seven times he'd given up five and seven times he'd given up zero when he gave up five again. Um, we wondered which one it was. So, yeah, yeah, it was right in the wheelhouse. Um, I mean, even money as well, you know. I um, I had to take a minus 125 on that. Um, I gave it out with even money this time yesterday, but I didn't go to bed until about 10 o'clock last night. Um, and I missed the price moon off. It must have been uh, the bookies were listening to us. Um, the Altuve home run, scuppered my fade of him. Yeah, but Josh Jung to score a run, plus 125, uh, 145. And the double if it rhymes apparently as well, so that was good. Um, what I did want to say about this moon off though was I'm getting a little bit bored of these one-sided games. We sort of mentioned it last week, but we were kind of in the throes of the early excitement. It was all quite new and um, the playoffs, the atmosphere was still quite good. Mm-hmm. Now we're like a week on from that. And it's been the same old stuff. Here's a stat for you, Moonaf. Teams who led after four innings in the playoffs, teams who led through four innings, 23-2 and two so far. Mm, What's going I on? Need to write that one down. Hold on. Say that again. Through teams four innings. Team, yeah. Teams leading through four are 23-2. and two. 20. He's actually writing it down as well. It's the first time I've ever said anything that you've been genuinely interested in, Moonaf, in three years, I think. Oh, that's an uh, that's a great stat there. Um, I think we've talked about it, you know, throughout the MLB postseason here when we've done the episodes here, Mal. That it's sometimes or not sometimes, but I mean twenty three and two. But it's it's those teams that are getting out early runs within those first one, two, three innings that they're able to stay ahead uh, throughout the rest of the game. And I think you got to credit a lot of the managers for how they're handling it and protecting those leads. And I know we'll talk about the yeah. Astros in a second here, but I mean that, I mean, 23 and two, that's what 92% if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So um, I guess maybe if you're betting the other way live, you're, you're losing a lot of money. I'll say that much. <laughs> yeah. It's just to say no lead changes, um, just nothing now. So um, what it did do was put this series back in the balance again a little bit. Um Case and just saying he dipped back into Houston at plus 365. Houston are now plus 200 uh, with Texas minus 250. Texas go back to the top of their rotation um, tomorrow, not today. Um, yeah, and they've got plenty of arms to go. But yeah, interesting stuff. Um, two games tonight, so we'll, we'll move straight into these two games. The first one is Philly at Arizona. Um, let me tell you about our favourite old sponsors here. Before we get stuck into those games, though, um, first off, you need to get involved in the SGPN Survivor, um, presented by Corey Pinkston and Barking Dog Properties, starts this weekend. So if you want the Jags or the Saints, get in there now. Um, all you've got till Sunday, three grand up for grabs when it takes all, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash survivor. And then Moonaf's Moonlight and Show, the NFL Gambling Podcast, um, are giving away their $50 SGPN gift card. Uh, leave an app the review and put a touchdown-related bet in there. Uh, include your YouTube username in the review, and you can contact the winner. So that's the NFL Gambling Podcast contest. And Underdog Fantasy, introducing Scorchers. Five for five in picking Scorchers gives you a 100x payout. Um, the $500 sign-up bonus has been extended for a little while as well. And $100,000 Sundays continuing. Ten winners winning ten grand each. Um, my play tonight, Moonap, is higher 
than 14 and a half rushing attempts for Alvin Kamara. Um, he used to be quite a fun player. He's turned into a bit of a workhorse now. Um, the, the big players seem to have gone away, but there just seems to be more more of a bell cow rule for Alvin Kamara. So 14 and a half rushing attempts from tonight. Sign up with the promo code SCPN. Underdog, double your first deposit up to $500. Underdog Fantasy, promo code SGPN. Um, so, first up this evening is the Philadelphia Phillies at the Arizona Diamondbacks. Uh, this is game three. Uh, starts at seven minutes past five Eastern time. Philly are um, minus 131 with the D-backs at plus 105. Those odds have changed a little bit, actually. I'm seeing a, maybe a minus 125 on Philly with the D-backs into plus 105. So a little bit of line movement in favour of the Diamondbacks. That's probably in the last three hours or so. Um, obviously, America waking up and some people getting on the D-backs early. Um, Ranger Suarez goes for the Phillies and it is Brandon Fart for Arizona. Totally set at nine. Um, Ranger Suarez is fast becoming a bit of a playoff specialist, Moonaf. He's got a really good record. Like, better than Nolan Wheeler. He's sort of the top. He's their SP1. Um, this time around, he's had two playoff starts, both against Atlanta, both good. Um, five innings and three and two thirds, which made an outs prop tricky for him. Um, the, the outs line there was right in the middle um, for Suarez. He struck out two and four. Now, again, the line's right in the middle of that. I'm seeing a over two and a half strikeouts for Suarez, but um, it's really it's heavily just over two and a half is minus one eighty. Um, mm-hmm. But before that, before the the last game where we only struck out two, Munaf over two and a half strikeouts hits twenty four in a row. Basically, every game this season he never missed one. Um, twenty one of them went over three and a half. So if you don't want that minus one eighty, twenty one out of twenty four have gone over three and a half. Now. We know playoffs are a little bit different, a little bit of a shorter leaf, um, illustrated by the fact you only had two last time. But I just think the numbers are in your favour. So I haven't found it over two and over three and a half yet. I found over two and a half on my local, which was minus 180. So I'll have to look around for an over three and a half. I do like that. Um, Brandon Fart also started two playoff games. Wobbled a little bit against the Brewers first up. Uh, the D-backs bats got him out of a hole there. And then did well against the Dodgers last time. Pitched four and a third, gave up two hits and only struck out two. Um, I think the 11 and a half outs for him looks really high, Moon. I'm not sure he'll get three and two thirds. Um, I don't think he'll get to the fourth inning. Um, D-backs need to be really careful. They're on, a, they're on a tightrope in quite a lot of ways here. Obviously, the card report will go three and down. It's likely they're going to throw a bullpen day tomorrow as well. So the arms need managing, but I don't think that gives Fart any more leeway. They haven't got room um, to let him run and run into trouble. So I think he's uh, he's going to get pulled at the merest hint of trouble. D-backs need to pull their act together a little bit. They haven't scored in 11 innings now. And my second great stat of the day, Moon, after, me, uh, after my first four innings stat, is that Philly have been outscoring their opponents. Um, it's a record um, 4.1 runs per game in the playoffs, Moon, after. Um, I think Boston, uh, Boston. I don't know what year it was, 2009 maybe? Um, 3.9 they outscored their opponents by, but Philly are outscoring the Ottawa by 4.1. I can't ignore that, Munaf. Um, as much as I have wanted the D-backs to go okay 
there's just a couple of things. I think I think, I think Suarez is reliable. I'm not sure about Fart. And that big numbers for Philly. The Philly run line was plus 120. Scott was all over it on Tuesday. We said yesterday that it was kind of staring you in the face. And I kind of get the feeling that it's staring you in the face again, Muna. So my plays will be, um, I'm looking for over two and a half, over three and a half strikeouts for Suarez, if I can find it. Under 11 and a half outs for Brandon Fart. And it's got to be the Philly run line, Muna, for plus 120. Yeah, I think this line opened up at minus 135 in favor of obviously the Phillies. And that number has some day uh, on the Phillies, or sorry, on the Diamondbacks here because that line has moved. But I, I, I don't know. I just don't get why it's moving that way because, like you mentioned, the Phillies have just been absolutely dominating in this postseason thus far. Their one loss to the Braves, they were up, what, 4 nothing in that game, if I'm not mistaken. The Braves claw their way back and won that game. But other than that, like you mentioned, they they beat the, the breaks off of the Marlins. Um, they beat the breaks off of the Braves. They convincingly won in the first two games of this NLCS. I don't think really anything has changed for this Phillies team. And I know they're changing venues here going uh, uh, home. Or sorry, they're going on the road to uh, Arizona there in Phoenix in, 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 in Chase Field. But I think the hot bats are going to carry in for the Phillies into this game. I I don't agree with this line movement on on, on the on money coming on Arizona. Um, like you mentioned, Brendan Fott has been okay. But if you kind of go through his game log, he has one really good start. And then the next start, he just gets absolutely blown up. Um, and again, I think this is where he gets blown up again. Um, I'm with you. I like the Phillies team totals here again, over two and a half in the first five innings, uh, full game, four and a half as well. I just don't see the bat slowing down here for this Phillies lineup. You know, I mean, we've talked about Kyle Schwarber, who's ripping the cover off of the baseball. Bryce Harper was this close to having a multi-home run game in, in uh, I believe it was game uh, two. Um, and then also Nick Castellanos has been involved, Trey Turner as well. So everybody's contributing in the lineup for the Philadelphia Phillies. So even, even if, if it's not the top guys getting it done, it's the middle of the order. If it's not the middle of the order, it's the bottom of the order. So I think that's just going to continue here in this game against Arizona, especially in a hitter-friendly ballpark where there's a lot more outfield out there. Singles turning into doubles, doubles possibly turning into triples. But um, I, I'm on the Phillies here again. Uh, I'm not agreeing with this line movement. I'll take the Phillies on the run line, minus one and a half, plus 120. Phillies team total over two and a half in the first five innings. You can get that at plus odds and then the full game at four and a half. Um, I think that if the Diamondbacks are going to win this game, it has to be in a low-scoring affair because you're not going to be able to outscore this Phillies team. And like you mentioned, Ranger Suarez has been going on very, very well for uh, the Phillies, not only this season, but I won't say last postseason. He had a great uh, um, great appearances as well for that rotation. And I know TVDBJ mentioning there that um, the Phillies manager, Thompson, said he's looking to get some length out of Ranger Suarez today. I do like that over 14 and a half outs issued as well for Ranger Suarez and we also talk about um, the Philly, sorry, the Arizona Diamondbacks' last point here, Mal, that they were not very good against left-handed pitching during the regular season. Now they were able to get to Kershaw uh, against the Dodgers, but I think Ranger Suarez is in good form right now. Nola was in great form. Wheeler's been in great form, so the pitching rotation is in great form right now. 
I also do like Ranger Suarez over 14 and a half uh, outs issued here against the Diamondbacks here. So looking to him to get at least five innings uh, out of Suarez today. Um, in terms of uh, bats, Moonaf, mm-hmm. um, I didn't pick that much up. There were, there were not many numbers on, well, numbers at all, really, on, on Phillies bats. It was the Phillies bats you're interested in, I think. Um, yeah. The Phillies bats against Brandon Fart, there was no info at all. But I just yeah. think it's hard to ignore Trey Turner at the minute. Um, right. He's having such a good um, postseason. 15 for 30, three homers, and he's got five doubles in there, Which and there's two props I like here. So the total base prop over one and a half is minus 116. But I quite like over one and a half hits as well. Um, he's hitting 500, so um, over one and a half hits. That's a nice price. That's plus 185, Muna. Uh, so I'll be looking at some Trey Turner stuff uh, later on. Um Okay, so Houston and Texas uh, to come. Let me tell you all about who it's game time. Uh, tickets, you can get tickets for the D-backs if you're in the area. Um, tickets are $24. There's loads left, 2 o'clock on a Thursday afternoon. Um, but yeah, go to game time and get them. Um, sport, music, comedy, any theatre. Uh, killer deals on last-minute tickets and the best price guarantee. Um, you can forget planning uh, months in advance. Just head to game time. They'll sort you out quick and easy. Uh, and the game time guarantee credits you 110% of the difference. And um, if you can find a cheaper ticket in the same section and row, uh, the thing to do is download the game time app, create an account, use the code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply, create an account, redeem the code CFBX for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. And Hall of Fame bets who will help you win bigger by betting smarter on the NFL this year. Um, it's a sports betting analytics platform. Um, they have NFL, NBA, MLB, and soccer all available. And the Hall of Fame bets parlay optimizer tool um, is the best selling point here. Yeah, it gets things like hit rates broken down by leg, expected probabilities for your parlay. You can sort the players by hit rate, find out who's not, who's got the best value. So stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame bets to craft more intelligent data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use the code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame bets. So second game on the card tonight is the Houston Astros at the Texas Rangers. That is a 5.07. No, it isn't. It's an that's tomorrow. It's an eight oh three Eastern Time first pitch. Um, Jose Akidi is on the mound for Houston, and Andrew Heaney draws the start for Texas. Minus one oh five the Astros, minus one sixteen the Rangers, with a total of nine and a half. Moonaf, you can lead us off with this one. Yeah, Jose Arcady made a start uh, in the last uh, series against the Twins. I believe it was Game Four, uh, the one that they wrapped up. I believe three to two. Um, Solid outing, five and two-thirds. He allowed three hits, but two of those were home runs. Um, and Urquidy is prone to giving up the long ball, and I think that may be a little bit of worrisome, especially against the Rangers lineup, who we saw in game three, they they don't give up. I think that's something that you can appreciate about the, uh, the Rangers, especially the, the caliber of offense that they do have, right? Guys that can hit for power, guys that can hit for average. Um, but the Astros had an answer for every time the Rangers tried to make a run last night. So, uh, you know, give both teams credit uh, for, you know, kind of, uh, I guess, staving off the uh, each other. But um, 
You look at Andrew Haney as well, uh, left-handed pitcher. Astros were one of the better teams against left-handed pitching during the regular season. Um, but Andrew Haney has only one appearance in the postseason. I think it, I, I want to say it was out of the bullpen, if I'm not mistaken. I'm sorry, it was a start against Baltimore. Three and two-thirds, two hits. He allowed one earned run. Um, so I'm not expecting Andrew Haney to be out there very long. Um, I guess, quote-unquote, you could probably say this is a bullpen day uh, for the uh, Texas Rangers here, Mal. Um, and again, against the Astros in his career, he's been pretty solid. He has a 4-4 four and four record with 3.35 ERA. He did face them uh, four times this season. And in those four starts, he was 1-0 with a 2.75 ERA. Now, the last two starts he had against the Astros, he went five innings, allowed three earned runs, and four and two-thirds and allowed three earned runs in that game as well. Uh, I think also something to note, Mal, for Andrew Haney, he did give up a combined seven walks in those last two starts uh, against the Astros. So if you want to, again, go back to a walk prop here for uh, Andrew Haney, that may be worth a look here. Uh, He's currently at one and a half at plus odds right now, Mal. So I really like that, especially getting that at plus odds for Andrew Haney. I don't think we can get away from seeing runs in this game again here, Mal. I mean, both offenses, especially for the Astros on the road, they, they've been great. We've seen that not only throughout the season, but also in the postseason. Uh, we know what the Texas Rangers offense is. They've been pretty consistent as well. Uh, I like the over nine and a half in this game. Again, I think that both uh, offenses can get to the opposing pitchers. I'm again going to go with the Astros here again. Uh, them being on the road at even money. Um, I can't get away from that. So uh, over nine and a half for me, if you want to take a look at the team totals for both teams here as well to go over. And then Astros on the money line, but I really love Andrew Haney over one and a half walks issued at plus one twenty-five. Um, I found a lovely angle in Moon after both team totals, which I'll get to in a moment. Um, yeah, it's just screams runs everywhere, doesn't it? I mean, Akidi um, had a decent light, a standard kind of box score um, against Minnesota last time, but he was poor in the regular season, Moon after like all the way through as well. Um, it was just a steady stream of below average performances. And there's one line in the chat there that just says, don't trust Heaney. I can't remember, it might have been Casey. Um, And that is the exact correct thing to say about him. Um, he finished the season at the bullpen, did start that one at Baltimore, three and two thirds. Um, Casey has just put out my first bet, um, and it's plus money as well. Under 11 and a half outs for Heaney is plus 120. I think it's an incredible price. Um <clears throat> We see him go three, three and a third at a push. I mean, the Astros, Astros are a better team on the road. Do they have the best road record in MLB, I think, last year? Uh, I I will, I'll dig that up. You don't have to. It's not important. I'm going to make up a lot of stuff, Muna. Um, they hit oh. 268 on the road. They hit 270 <laughs> against lefties. What are you laughing at? Um, uh, so, you said I don't have to dig it up because we say a lot of rubbish. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, Astros, um, yeah, they, they hit better on the road. They hit better against left-handed pitching. So the Houston team total over four and a half looks great. Um, but I also want to fade Akidi. Um, so we've got this total of nine and a half. But here's my little angle, Munaf. Both teams to score four or more runs is plus 140 um, with my local book. So it's a, it's a bit of a fancier price. It's half a point better than the, the over-under on the total. Yeah, I mean, you can see... 
somebody winning this six to four, seven to five. What what was last night's score? Eight to five. That'll do. Perfect. Perfect comparison last yeah. night. And you've got two dodgier pitches going uh, than we had last night. So yeah, I think we can get there. Um, I'd rather much rather back the selection of those things than back someone on the side. Neither side really appeals to me. I would I would love to take one of these as sort of a plus one oh five dog, but we can't get there. It's minus one oh five, minus one one six. Um yeah, so that's my under under eleven and a half outs for uh Heaney. Uh, Houston team tool. I love this. Both teams to score four or more runs at plus one forty Muna. Yeah, I love it. Again, this just is another series that, or another game we may be seeing runs being scored. And it's a pivotal game, right? Uh, Rangers yeah. win. They take a commanding 3-1 lead. Astros win. We, ha- we have a brand new series. It turns into a best of three at that point with two games uh, at home for the Astros. That might just be a disadvantage for them just because they've been so good. Or sorry, the, uh, uh, yeah, two out of three will be at home. That might just be a disadvantage for them because they are playing at home. But uh, going back to your point about the best road record, it was Atlanta and Baltimore tied. For the best road record this season, and the Astros okay. were second at yeah fifty one and thirty. But I mean, right up there as having one of the best road records. But yeah, I mean, I can't agree, I can't disagree here, Mal. I think both of these starting pitchers will be on a shorter leash. Um, I like the ha- uh, Andrew Haney uh, walks prop. I, I'll I'll be on the under eleven and a half with you on its outs issued. And again, I just see runs being scored in this game with these two pwn offenses. Um, yeah, so I mean, I didn't have any other player props. Do you have anything as far as a batter side? No, no, not it was all it was all pitching related this time. Um I was I was delighted with the with the three picks I made moon off. So yeah, happy to happy to just throw those ones out tonight. Yeah, I mean I I I do think the Astros do find a way to get it done. Uh maybe this is gonna be something similar to what we saw in game three, like a seven to five, seven six type of victory here for the Astros, and then we'll go uh have game three, sorry, game five in Texas, and then um uh, hopefully uh, we'll get back to Houston for uh, for another game there for six and seven. So, um, yeah, definitely looking forward to it. But, yeah, um, nothing else for this game. That's all I had. Yeah, me too. Uh, nice, tidy little half an hour moon half, which is good um, for everybody to consume and get the better um, before this game starts. The first game's off in whoa, six hours, five hours, something like that. Uh, same again tomorrow. We've yeah, got we this, uh, about six hours. Sorry, I said we have about six hours till the first game. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we yeah we got the same game times tomorrow as well, five oh seven and eight oh seven. Although they're in reverse, it's Houston, Texas, which goes off early, and Philly, Arizona goes off late. So I'm guessing some variety of our little squad will be back this time tomorrow um, to flex on how much we won tonight and pick some more winners again tomorrow. Um, so thank you very much, Moonaf. Um, thank you, everyone who joined in in the chat. Good luck uh, with all your picks. Do you have Munaf, a NFL winner for me tonight? Uh, I took Alvin Kamara over Ooh. 29 and a half receiving yards. I think that's up to 31 and a half, but I'm still comfortable with 31 and a half. Okay, I'll write that down. Over 29 and a half receiving yards. Beautiful. Okay then, mate. Uh, thanks, everybody. Thank you, Moonaf. Um, good luck. Back same time tomorrow. Uh, we'll see you down the road. Cheers. <laughs>